Hello, and welcome back again. You know what day it is. It's the middle of the week, traditionally referred to as... Some washed people call it hump day. Some people call it Wednesday. But I call it teaching day. Because if it's Wednesday, it's teach these devils. That's right, it's me. Your host, James O'Brasfield. Uh, I'm coming to you right now from the annals of the Jebelplex, recording the intro to this episode of Teach These Devils. <clears throat> Our guest this week is uh, Riley Nisbala. You might know him if you've been around the scene. You might uh, have heard tell of him. He runs the uh, O'Toole's room. He tells you all this stuff. He will go into depth. But it was a good episode, man. He is. Uh, he tells us about being uh, uh, gay in America a little bit. And I got some really good news today on this episode. So stick through it. Listen to it. Love it. It's a good one, man. We talked for a long time, so I'm not even going to waste any more of your time right now. And I want you guys to enjoy it. So... Without further ado, don't forget to uh, listen to this episode. You see what it is like, without further ado, then I just went into something else. It's not off the cuff, like it's, I'm wild, man. But before I do send you into the episode, I do want to remind you to hit us up on the Twitter, at these devils. We might have a Facebook soon, I guess. I think that, I guess it's kind of imperative, some of the people have told me. I don't fucking like Facebook, though, but if the Koi's want it, the Koi's get it, which is just feeding into more white fucking privilege, but you guys got the checks, and I need a couple of them, so I'm gonna keep, I guess, we probably should, whatever, uh, here's the episode, Riley Nesbala, myself, James O'Brasfield, and of course, as always, my constant contributor, Wilson Chavo Rivera, is right alongside me. And you're going to love it. Perk up your ears. Get some popping corn. Do whatever you do. Enjoy this app. Teach these devils time. Rang, brah. Bye, close. Bye, love you. It is I, James R. Grassfield. And it is I, Wilson Rivera. Also That's known right. as the Condor. Also known as Chavo. He is here. He's present. I am present. And we have a guest in house, which we'll get to in a second, but you know what it is. It's Teach These Devils. Uh-uh. Guess who's here? Who? You know. Do I speak now? It's sure. Him. Hey. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ritz Riley Nosball, everybody. Oh my Hello. god. Woo. <laughs> Man, make him say his own name because I can't here. pronounce his last name. No, I can. Riley Nosball. No, I've never I've, I've never read it. Never read the book. How'd you get such an ethnic last name? Let's I have open with that. No idea. The weird thing about my last name is like, if you Google it, you just get my immediate family. Okay. And I've never <laughs> done like I've I've gone and like typed it into ancestry and stuff, and nothing comes up. So I I don't know what it is. It's supposed to be Czech. Like that's what I've been told. Really? But I can't. I can't verify that. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel like uh, my last name might not be my real last name, and I can't quite put my finger on why. Huh. You know? That's weird. Like, I don't feel any sense of identity to it. <laughs> really, it feels like maybe. Brassfield? Yeah, Brassfield. maybe. James Earl the Squirrel Brassfield. That's right. Or James Squirrel Assfield, they call me in the streets. Ooh. Um, but it's not really about me. It's about our guest today. Riley Nesbal is here. He's Yo. fucking local comedian. He's out here chopping it up. You've hit all Killing the stages. I, you've hit all the stages, right? I haven't been to the improv. You I haven't even walked improv. inside that place. Well, you're not black, so. But, well, that's a good point. <laughs> it's not a space for me. But you've been to, yeah, it's That'd not. Be a funny. Open it up for Guy Tory. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys might think that Riley's just a Yakubian, but he's not. He's more than that. He's part of the struggle. He's part of the fucking, the, uh, the conundrum of America. Not necessarily as in conundrum, conundrum, but like, it's a problem that we're working on all together. I mm-hmm. hope you fucking idiots. Where is the, uh, speaking of the Yakubian thing, like I know, I, like I've, <laughs> 
tangentially, 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 <laughs> like, know about that a little bit. Uh, like, I know what Yakub is. I, I watched a YouTube video. Oh, you did? Like, is that part of the, because I know there's two camps. There's, like, the Israelites, mm-hmm. and then there's also the, what's the other one? The uh, Egyptians. The and they don't Egyptians, get along. Yeah, the Ankhs. Yeah, they don't get along with each other. They do not. They disagree very sternly. It's much like an Israel-Palestine thing. Which one does Yakub come from? Yakub comes from, as I understand, the teachings of Dr. Yakub, who, okay. you know, built the, Brought made to light the to us by the honorable yeah he's through the teachings of the honorable elijah muhammad you know he fucking made all the light-skinned black people fuck each other on this island until the babies were light and they fed lies to the bellies of the mothers etc and then they came and saw that it was evil and banished them to the caucus mountains five thousand years ago is where white people survived by learning to feed with the wolves that's why they're so friendly with dogs let them kiss them in the mouth (laughs) etc Dude, that's why I should have taken history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's true. All that's true, but I, kn- I know that there's a, a vacuum running right now. So <laughs> we're they gonna stopped take, for a little bit. I know. What the fuck? We're going to take a, a short... Maybe I could just ignore it. I don't know. Can we, We're not live, so we can't have anyone call in and tell us if they yeah. can hear it. You wish you had taken history, though? Yeah, well, I didn't take any history in uh, in college. I did. It's not as rewarding as you would think. No. I took a Western Civilizations class. Western Civ? I took one well, of those types Eastern of things. Class too. I actually walked into a World Religions class. On accident? On accident, thinking it was my Civilizations class. And I've, I noticed everyone was significantly older than me. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I just still sat there through the whole class. You're like, why y'all like, talking about these old niggas? <laughs> <laughs> I was too nervous to say I was like to be it. Like I was like, what do I do now? Get up I know and leave. I'm in the wrong room. Well, I did eventually, but you crazy man, you mm. crazy. <laughs> That's how I do it. Um, <laughs> I like this uh, this Abe Lincoln. I'm pretty sure it's not solid copper, but it's copper colored. Yes, it was it, a gift. It gift reminds from- me of these videos I've been watching for like the past few days of people trying to pay like parking tickets with pennies. Oh yeah! So look, those are the best. <laughs> that's that's one of the best things. Watching that the curtain. you can ever do. Uh, if you ever get a parking ticket and just pay it in like all pennies or whatever, uh-huh. it's a gift from the gods. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do about that? You can't do anything. Do- about you're not, that. Yeah. The move is because if you like stand there and try and argue with them, they'll call the cops on you and you'll get arrested <laughs> and have to pay more fines and pennies. Yep. The move oh. is to just go in with a bucket and just dump the whole bucket out on the counter and walk out and be like, "Mail me the receipt." Like, damn. Yeah, because they can't do anything at that point. Don't I would probably leave. have it pre-rolled. No, I'd that's unroll them. No. Un- ah, that's too that's, that's the kind of guy I am. I would bring, like, a whole... <laughs> if I was going to bring them rolled, I would also bring, like, like lead tubes or whatever that I'd filled with the thing, so they had to open them all anyway to make sure that they got the money. I'd mix, like, paper, one roll of Canadian pennies in with it. A roll of Canadian to, pennies? Yeah, just yeah. Fuck with in them. your face, you fucking. <laughs> but then they're like laughing at you because Canadians are worth more than us now. Like, it's a sad, six sad situation mm-hmm. when a loony's worth more than the American dollar built on the back of a. That's right. Teach them. Ah, uh-uh, you just learned. We're not going to blame this Yakubian for slaves, though, because he is what you might call. Uh, how do you say. Homosexual? Le homosexual? Now, let's just, since we have you here, you're a gay American man. Mm-hmm. If I was like, man, that's pretty gay, does that offend you? No, not even a little bit. Thanks so much. I hate, uh, I I hate Do getting get offended weird? by words. Do you get weirded <laughs> out when people ask if they can touch your hair? No. <laughs> oh, no, it's a different thing, Wilson. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Do people ever ask to touch your hair? Uh, if I got like a real perfect quaff, if I like just got out of the barber shop. <laughs> Then, so you know the pain. I encourage people because I get like a number one fade on the back and I get like the straight razor too. There you I go. encourage people to touch that because that's like one of the most like satisfying ASMR feelings in the world is like rubbing your hand across that the short, short hair. Yeah, yeah the bristles. Oh, it's great. It's a good feeling to have short hair. Yeah. I wish I had longer balls so I could rub my balls in the back of my neck. I don't know if my balls would appreciate that. I think they would. Mine would. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I can't believe this, but as a gay man, you're probably way more in touch with your balls than me, so I should take your word for it. Yeah. Uh, 
I feel like if I I'm not gay, but not just I feel like balls. it's uh, I feel like it's pretty involved. Like you'd have to know all the intricacies of the joint. I'm really more focused on pussies at this point. You know what I mean? Mm. It's not about my balls. I don't care. Like, yeah, my I don't penis know, I don't is know more nothing about, about that. It's just a semen factory for me. There's no pleasure there. Factory? Yeah, it's, they're making mad semens. It's like a bunch of little dudes. They're doing it right now on conveyor belts. I think I, semens. I think I can hear it. it sounds like vacuum. We're in overtime. <laughs> Hmm. Quiet on the set. <laughs> Are we gonna go down this route? Are we gonna talk about balls and semen? We, I, we could talk about I, a I lot. Of things. I've always wondered if it's like a muscle. Like, do you make? Let me tell you guys. I want to apologize right now, real quick, before we continue. Riley was going on a, a beautiful rant about the balls and penis being like a muscle that, if you work it out, the cums get stronger and. We, you guys, unfortunately, have missed out on all of that mm-hmm. because of some foresights on my end. And you I missed apologize. out on that one hot tip your people who advertise penis enlargement pills don't want you to know about. Yeah, dude. I'm so sorry. And I can't recover it. So yeah. just you'll have to click on that ad to find out. Yep. But after all that happened, I went into a deep and... Uh, poignant discussion with Riley as you know I'm known to do here on Teach These Devils. That's what we do because it was Wednesday's Teach These Devils but um, I asked Riley I said that the 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 equivalent, the gay version the homosexual version of uh, can I touch your hair is what did your parents think when you came out and Riley was going he uh, was going to give us a, a beautiful eloquent discussion about being a gay man in today's bullshit ass America and without further ado, I think we're going to continue on that path. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. It. Right, so my experience, especially like when I was younger, like high school years and like first couple years out of high school, um, like any. I feel like any. Uncomfortableness I had was like self-inflicted. Oh, it's wow. like I've never you know, I mean, I've certainly met people who like truly don't care for gay people, I Uh guess, but they're like, they're very like few and far between. And then like the next tiers, I've met people who have no problem with you doing whatever you want to do, being whoever you are, even, you know, like probably, you know, even like acknowledge like, yeah, it's just who you are. Like, it's not a choice, whatever. Um, But just don't support gay marriage for whatever reason, whether they're religious or, you know, I don't know, whatever. Um, but, like, those people have never really bothered me. It's always been, like, I don't know, like, a, a self-inflicted uncomfortableness with who I am. And it took a while to get over that. Um, but once I did, like, all that bullshit just kind of yeah. rolls off my back. I don't really care. What was the root of that? If we have any, uh, I don't know if we have a gay demographic, but on TC's Devils, we're inclusive of all people that are in the struggle, so... Just like what 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 do you think was the main problem that made you feel like it, what was the self imposed struggle the self imposed problem you created for yourself? I wish I knew. I don't know. I want to say it's like like Catholicism because I I went to a Catholic uh, grade school. I had like religious. You know, my parents they're not like super religious, but you know, like yeah. my mom's she's Catholic and she likes it, and that's you know makes her happy. Uh, that's sad. but at the same time, you know, like she grew up with, you know, a brother who was gay. I, th- oh, wow. I think, I don't know. He's, he's now like banging 25 year old chicks at age like 60. Good for he him. just sort of turned, turned Switched the corner. To, well, that's different. That's the, I don't know. That's the best kind of midlife crisis. I feel like, or, or the worst. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what he's doing though. Um, so Shout I don't know. Like I mom. never. I was never told like explicitly that I can remember by anyone like important in my life that like it was wrong or, you know, there's always kind of like floating in the air though. Like if you grow up in like the Catholic world that like it's a sin and like mm-hmm. sin is a really, you know, it's Sin's super bad, it's yeah, it's a bad thing. So I don't know. Um, but I guess maybe, maybe self-inflicted is the wrong way to look at it, but like yes. definitely like, you know, it was on me to get over all that stuff. All the bullshit. Yes, the bullshit. All so. the man's bullshit. I don't know. I like the man. That's cool. Yeah. You fucking. You found these. Uh, the way that. What I'm going to take away from that is like. Uh, 
just like any other teen person, uh, you had a fucking your cross, man. Like something that was going on mm-hmm. that you were dealing with. Yeah, it could be fucking acne, or you could be a fat kid. Like you could be fat and have acne. Yeah, you could have a little. Well, baby there's dick. nothing they can do for yeah, those people. Yeah, you can have a little penis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You might not like eating butts. You might not like eating butts like some people. You might like it and not be good at it. Like, that'd be even worse than not liking it. (laughs) Thank God that there's a world we live in where people can excel at eating butt and do it and and be terrible at eating butt and still have the opportunity to dine at the Mm beach. Yeah. I mean, there's no such thing as true equality when it comes to eating butts. Teach them. Yeah. There's just equality of uh, opportunity. Teach them, my friends. Eating ass. You're not going to get equality of outcome in the rim job department. This will happen, but will it be good? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you might not want to make you might not want to make a cake for Riley's wedding, but yeah, he can eat all the ass. Oh, that wants. one annoyed me. The cake thing. That shit is Do dumb. You know like the backstory behind that? Yeah. Like they went to like 50 places trying to find trying someone to who'd find be like, "No, nah, I won't do like, it. No, I won't make your cake." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard they kept, like, making it more, like, ridiculous every time they went to a place. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's kind of, that's really baiting. And that's a part of the problem of, like, anyone that's different from a, a cis white man in America has to face is, like, oh, my God, I need to fucking solve your pain for you. Let me fix your problem. They're mad when you do this. They're mad when you do that. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that's happening even more and more now for fucking people that are... Uh, doing gender stuff in America, not even race things, like, or not gender, sex stuff mm-hmm. in America, not even just race stuff. And it's just a pile on. Don't be a fucking a transgendered person in America right now. It's going to be really dumb. Yeah. Everyone's a fucking idiot. How do we make things better, Riley? That's, that's a hard way to, step. that's a hard, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's a hard way to go. Oof. That's the one right now. <laughs> Oof. That's the one right now that's getting a lot of flack. Yeah. That just could be because people are talking about it, but true. I don't. Know. I I don't like that. I I don't even. I don't know what to say about like the transgender issue because I don't have any perspective. Yeah, no, that. you got no stake in it. Yeah, well, well that's got kind of how I feel about it. It's like I have friends. I have many friends who are transgendered, and uh, yeah, it's like I I can be their friend. I don't know how to console them, mm-hmm. but you know I can just be present yeah at, at the moment and understand parts of what they're going through you know being a minority and all that shit and some fashion. Yeah. but yeah no i can see how it though it kind of like what you were saying where it's just like when people try to pioneer other people's problems when they yeah, don't have problems man. and then just you feel like you're being turned into their their uh the sandra the blindside kid to their sandra bullock pretty mm-hmm. much and there's that's like a pandemic in america yeah Blindsiding, we'll call it. It's <laughs> the new catfishing. <laughs> I'm, I'm still at the stage where I don't even really understand it. Like, I don't, I don't understand what that headspace is like to even think that you're a different gender or the wrong gender. Like, I don't, I can't wrap my head around it. And part of that's maybe like a little bit of prejudice, but it's like, yeah. you know, that's why I just try to not engage in it is because I really, I think it doesn't make sense to me. I think that, like, any time that people are fucking singled out by mainstream America, I'm doing air quotes right now, like, mainstream white America, I feel like that creates a whole, that oppression creates, like, a subsect of people that go even further, like, there's fucking hotep niggas that fucking are standing on the block, like, you, you are the devil, white man, you're doing that, like, there's, and there's, all different versions Speaking of, of baiting, I walk by those guys all the time <laughs> and just like look at the sign and just kind of smirk to myself and like wait. I want someone to call me just like a cave beast. Right? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> That's I, I need that. that. <laughs> Thank you for. That. I need that little bit of conflict in my right? life. But like that is a symptom of fucking oppression, dude. Like mm-hmm. and like fucking what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, hatred and fucking mistreatment disenfranchisement of these people like so i think that like and you don't know we don't know for sure i'm just gonna say this to be problematic wilson get ready to fucking oh yeah i'm ready for i'm ready for an audible (laughs) sigh you guys ready for to hear wilson sigh audibly you're like james 
because of the way that like some gay people have been like fucking persecuted and all this shit that's going on and the hate that's directed towards them, they were afraid to be just a regular gay man. So then it evolved into something to the, where they were like, if I was just a woman, it would be a lot easier for me to be gay. You see what I'm saying? So I think that maybe that's a symptom of like, that's it's safer there goes, guys. It's like, uh, it's if I'm a woman, it'll be safer. If I look like a woman, I'm safer to be gay. I want to disagree with you, but that's literally what they do in Iran. Like, do you know Iran has the largest per capita like population of transgender individuals? Because like, that's how you get out of being executed for being gay is you just <laughs> transition. Really? There was a fatwa I back in like the seventies or eighties. They said, okay, like one of the, one of the uh, imams or whatever their top dude is, um, imam. <laughs> basically said like, that's, that's how it's going to work. Like transition or, you know, be executed. Like, oh, shit. yeah, that's, and then it's like, those, heavy. Uh, I don't know a lot about transitioning. We, uh, we need to find a trans person. Well, the thing is they're, <laughs> all right, let's not phrasing. <laughs> There he is, well, get him. Yeah, we going to need to find one like, hey, Riley's coming on. We're going to do a gay dude today on the show. It's going to be lit. <laughs> Just like, Phrasing. what would you use as bait? Uh. <laughs> really to. I'm setting, oh I'm setting you up for this. Oh, Hell yeah. I don't even. I don't know, man. See, I think it's a perspective-based thing. Like, you either, like, if that's what you believe, that's what you believe. It doesn't seem as odd to me as someone believing there's a God. You know, and I'm not I don't see that, anything different between that. Like yeah. I, I think it's just it's something that happens. Like you just so happen to think that way. Some people think the Earth is fucking flat. Like Kyrie Irving think. I yeah, like gone. Kyrie Irving thinks the Earth is flat. Thirty thousand Tumblr followers. That's what you use as bait. But, <laughs> but you were saying anyway. Uh, <laughs> And I don't say that to say there's anything wrong with that. I'm just mm. trying to help explain it to fucking morons that are in flyover states. Mm. I don't think people in flyover states are morons. I think I, do. <laughs> I think they are living. I I don't. It's like saying someone living in Yemen is a moron for not understanding. Uh, fucking I don't know. Pick pick whatever McDonald's like McDonald's drive through. Yeah, the McDonald's <laughs> drive through. You know they're living in a completely different world. True, and we can't hate them for that. No. But well, I don't. I think, don't hate them. I, I don't hate think, anyone for their ideas. I just think they're dumb dumbs. I agreed with a senator from Oklahoma today, a Republican senator from Oklahoma. Today. Jesus, that's so I'm off just really brand. trying to that's fucking <laughs> yeah. I'm really trying to just get back get back to where I was. Man, man, America's kicking your ass. Dude, I, I couldn't help it. I watch Meet the Press every Sunday to get riled up. You mm-hmm. know, and uh, today there was this dude from Oklahoma on there talking about guns, and I was like. That's a great answer. I, like, and I was like about to throw up. I played Dragon Ball Z Fighters this morning. I should have did that instead. I know, man. I, See, I listened to two <clears throat> separate podcasts that were pretty much talking about guns in Florida in the wake of that whole thing. And one of them was very much like pro-gun. It was a libertarian podcast. And the other one was Josh Zepps, who's, yeah, he's, he's like the Huffington Post Live guy yeah. who started that. And now oh, okay. he's got his We the People Live. But he very, very much like pro gun control pro gun safety um and he's australian too so he was coming at it from like that perspective oh wow. yeah and so like i've always been very much like you know uh, i'm i'm libertarian I'll, I'll say it and i've always been very very against like any measures that would make it harder for just the average person to go get a gun or make it easier for the government to come take your guns away but like listening to josh zapps go through it you know it's like do we live in a society where we've pretty much figured out like how to maintain a liberal Western democracy where yeah. shit's not going to just cave in, go up in, itself in the middle yeah. of school? I don't like, know. Uh, so just let's clarify your gun position, Riley. You said you're a libertarian. You don't want the government to take our guns. No. I definitely don't want that. Um, I think that there's a way to get guns that makes it so that people that are fucking loons or extremists don't end up with them or mm-hmm. don't aren't able to get and this whole like let's let's clarify the whole thing assault rifle is an advertising term right a rifle is a rifle any rifle can shoot fast there's no such thing as an, a fully automatic rifle in the United States of America for purchase 
Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's made out of wood or plastic. Yeah. They shoot the same bullets. They shoot the same bullets. You can get an an AR-15, which is the one that everyone's fucking talking about. You can get a gun that's made by Remington at Walmart that shoots those exact same bullets right now. There's no difference. Mm -hmm. Like, so, and that's, I think, a part of the problem with people... Like, I'm, I'm in full support of everyone that doesn't know anything about guns that's talking about the gun control debate right now. I'm, I'm with them. But you should n- learn a little bit more about guns mm-hmm. so that you can not sound ridiculous on national fucking... Right. And give, and give like, the right-wingers talking yeah. points. Where, like, was it Don Lemon who went on and said, like, I was able to go out and buy a fully automatic assault rifle you weren't like that and it's like no you weren't <laughs> you weren't my guy so you weren't anyone and if you can't even buy a silencer without telling the government where you are where you live and what you're doing with mm-hmm. it and they stamp it and mail it to a gun store right <laughs> like they know everyone knows but there is a problem with the gun show loophole i think i've bought a gun from an old white man and he looked at me like i was going to do a robbery with it mm-hmm and he still sold it to me. So there's there's something there. There's something to it. That's the one I kind I of... I, I would agree with, like, uh, gun safety. I don't want to call them gun control. Gun safety advocates, just to be fair to them. That's the one thing I agree with, is, like, you know, a registry, if anything, would... And, and some laws that, you know, are like, look, if you lose your gun or your gun gets yeah. stolen, you know, there's... There's going to be some ramifications for you, you Absolutely. know, I mean, case by case. But like a gun registry, you know, that, that seems like something that could go a long way into at least making sure like kids aren't making off with their parents' guns, you know. Mm-hmm. People are going to be more a, inclined to lock them up. If, there's a whole subset of these like super gun people that are like, buy two guns, put your cheap gun in your car because it's going to get stolen. Mm. There should be, re- like, you should never lose <laughs> your fucking <Right>. gun. <laughs> what is wrong what? with you? Like, are you mad? It's everyone's responsibility especially if it's a right to be responsible with mm-hmm. it whenever possible the other i think the problem with this whole issue and like a lot of issues right now is just the discussion itself like it's not happening between the two sides it's happening Absolutely. within the two sides and they're using the same words and both sides have completely different oh, completely yeah. different definitions for exactly the same thing this the whole thing is like you're a libertarian you just said and you're on board with it. We haven't gotten to fucking hot about any of this yet because yeah. 70% of Americans know and agree we need to do something about guns. We need to do well, something. We, we, do we need to do something about guns or well, do we need to do something about I say guns mass shootings, then, shootings generally, murders? Shootings and murders. I say guns to mean like let's do something to help restrict the flow of guns to people that do mass shootings. But that's what I mean I about like the discussion. The it's like umbrella though. Like... Just it overall, psychiatric evaluation. That's why I just said yeah. guns. Yeah. <laughs> someone who's very, yeah, very saying. like pro-gun rights, someone who's like heavy, like, you know, into like the NRA and all that, yeah. hears we need to do something about guns, and immediately in their head, they're going to go to, There's the, <laughs> guns aren't the problem, it's the yeah, murders are the problem. The and it's like the person on the other side, you know, if you were just to explain that, you know, it, like they'd probably be like, yeah, you're right. It's, you know, guns are Great one point. part of the murder problem that we have. Yep. So. Uh, it is. And we need to work on it, man. Yeah. Don't fucking start slipping now just because Donald Trump's president. And what does that tell you that if Donald Trump, the dude that fucking stopped people from flying here because they were in a country that's unfavorable, but, you know, we don't want... Who's doing the raping? But white children. (laughs) (laughs) There's little white Florida babies getting shot up. 14-year-old cute Mm -hmm. little baby girls and boys get shot up and he hasn't done or said... He didn't even say the word gun. Well, give me a fucking break. I like this was a nice little uh, um, kind of mashup between like immigration and gun control. I saw on Twitter the other day. It was like someone tweeted like completely unrelated to guns. They were talking about immigration <laughs> and it was like an it was, it was an anti-Trump tweet where he's like, you're more likely to get killed by it was, I don't know, like a lightning strike. Let's just say that wasn't what it was. <laughs> then MS-13. And like this was right after the Florida thing. And some like lefty journo got on and was like. How dare you try and politicize, oh like, thinking that MS-13 was AR-15. It was, I don't know. Oh. Dumb, dumb. <laughs> it was pretty so they thought that was, dumb, like, a, one of those guns? One of those guns? AR-15? Oh, my God. I, I was involved in two <laughs> yesterday. Well, I was only involved in one. I just <laughs> the other one all the way to its completion, which is still going on right now. Oh, 
man. And people are talking about... That's a strong argument. Learn what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, like we just said, learn what the fuck you're talking about. We're going to take a quick break, man. We're going to fucking air this out. When we come back, we're going to talk more here on Tishy's Elves. We're going to get tangential. We got Riley Nesbaugh in. Uh, we'll be right back. Hold on. Woo. And we're back. We're back. I'm not going to try and sing. Oh, it's all right. You understand. You're I not tonal? too many cigarettes. No, not at all. I, you uh-uh. know what? I was always a singer, and I was like, I'm going to smoke cigarettes until I get my voice the <laughs> right amount of rasp, and I just can't stop now. Yeah. I can't stop. Chris Cornell. <laughs> Spoon man. He smoked. That was my inspiration. Yeah. He quit, though. He said he quit. He did quit, and that's when Audio Slave just got... So much better. It was that third album. Mm. Everyone knows that was the best Audio Slave album. Quit cigarettes, but not (laughs) heroin. (laughs) What's that say Uh, about cigarettes? That was one celebrity death that hit me particularly hard, because I never got a chance to see him live, and I always wanted to. Me too, dude. That's fucking weird. Yeah. For selfish uh, reasons, it hit me so hard. I love Cornell, man. I I loved his solo album. There was a French version of the single. Remember Mm -hmm. that? (laughs) I was on that when I was like... Are you talking like the pop one he did, or like his like little acoustic things? She's going to change the world. Remember that one? Mm. She's going to change the world. There's a French version of that song on this. He did a a James Bond song, too. He did. He did a James Bond song? Quantum of Solace. Yep. But huh. so did Alicia Keys, so mm. don't get too excited. Right. Oh, don't burn her ever, ass. ever speak low of Alicia Keys in my presence ever again, man. Put some makeup on. Whatever. No, she is a beautiful woman. I fucks with Alicia Keys heavy. Alicia Keys is a sellout. You she don't for know GE. my name. She did that Super Bowl commercial really hurt me. On the end, a Alicia lot of that, a lot of that story. Super Bowl hurt me. JT was very disappointing. Problematic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't do that to my boy Prince ever again. Man, shit. Mm, um, Prince, best yes. Super Bowl halftime show of all time. Really, yeah. honestly, like and they even it did, started raining. God was crying. Yeah, <laughs> God <laughs> was rain in the rain with that like hundred foot silk curtain. Brilliant. Yeah. Was, He's oh. like, I just want you to make a giant version of my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Wave it through the air. You know what's the fucked up part? He had several hundred shirts made out of that. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the remainder of my wardrobe will be made out of this giant shirt. For the rest of his life, unfortunately. But he yeah. didn't know that at the time. It was okay. Yeah. I, I knew a guy that met Prince one time. Like He met him in the lobby. It was this hotel in Florida. He's a dude from Florida. Derek Velez, shout out. Uh, he was in the lobby of this hotel room in Florida being a broke boy on a date. I think David Blaine is Prince's illegitimate son. There's something to that. <laughs> They're wizards of some sort. <laughs> I was like, I always feel like if I ever like if, if I'd ever met Prince, it would be similar to a David Blaine experience. He's got he's the per- he's got that purple blood. Like he'd just like take out your wallet and then I'd like open my wallet and a flock of doves would fall yeah. out. You and know then how, he would just be having sex with me. Uh, <laughs> you know how I knew David Blaine was magic? How's that? Dick Cheney shot him in the face and he survived. Did you guys see that? He's on ABC. What? He, he, he <laughs> David, Blaine was, uh, David Blaine was hunting buddies with Dick Cheney? Yeah. Live <laughs> on ABC. <laughs> how great yeah. would it be if like Dick Cheney just like snapped and started being like a sidekick for like magicians in yeah. Vegas? <laughs> How how fucked up is it that Dick Cheney can buy an AR-15? He shot a man in the face. That's a good point. <laughs> like he's shot a man. In the it's face. not fucked up. He's man. also Second been Amendment. In, he's all. He's <gasps> also been in somewhat of a control of the government in the last like oh 30 complete years. control. Yeah, it's fun. Like, <laughs> he, it's like him and Rumsfeld, like they've, they've gone through like several generations oh of presidents. Horrible people. I want to cut Donald Rumsfeld and see his blood. I want to <laughs> see what colors blood is. It's, I feel like it's, it's be like, like a lot. Like if you green. cut Guy Fieri and just mayonnaise pours out. Just a shit ton old of mayonnaise. Just like old yellow ass mayonnaise. Like someone made it at home is out of some sour cream. Mayonnaise? mayonnaise is made out of like the same core ingredients as pus already. Like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just fucking. <laughs> Riley, you're white. You fuck with mayonnaise? Um, It's a little spicy for me. <laughs> I don't like this. What is this? Adobo mayonnaise? Get it out. <laughs> Don't uh, like it. Yeah, I like to put just a pinch of cayenne in my mayo um, if I'm really 
you know, drunk and can't taste it. Is that real? Well, yeah, I do actually like to put a little cayenne in my mayo. It's huh. nice. It's Make nice. a little dip. Sounds nice little. More than a little mm. cayenne. Yeah. I like a good Southwest mayo. Yeah. That's one thing white people nailed. That and brunch. Mm. Brunches. See, I don't fuck with brunch. I forget who it was. I'm not going to say the joke. Never mind. Uh-oh. I got to get out of that habit of like saying people's saying jokes that joke. I heard because I thought they were funny. That's why I stopped watching jokes, man. Let's talk a little bit about the joke game. You're yeah. In, you're in it to win it. Yep. Yep. Uh, so tell us a little bit about... Do you, you're doing feature stuff, yeah? Um, No, not really. Not at like clubs or anything. Like I'm... Getting on showcases and stuff around town, which is nice. Nice, nice. Um, hosting a lot, which I like, because, I don't know, I, I can put on that, like, fake, hey, how we do? You guys have a good time? Like, really, <laughs> I'm really good at that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're hosting the, uh, uh, the, the, the O'Tools. O'Tools oh, on you're, Tuesdays. You're the O'Toolsman now? O'Toolsman. Yep. That, uh, Go. has not been drawing much of a crowd. But you should start lying okay. and saying that you're actually Greg Kennedy. No one would know. Yeah. And then you could have a similar result and also be yourself. I can't grow a beard. You could get a fake beard. His looks wild fake. Yeah. You remember. Who's fake I beard? Do. Who's Greg Kennedy? Who the fuck is Greg Kennedy? Oh, man. Who is he? <laughs> uh, I think he's a Detroit guy now. He never left. He's still here and he hosts... Oh, tools on Tuesdays. I think he changed his name to Riley Nesbala. That's right. He looks <laughs> much better without the beard. Changed my stage presence. <laughs> yeah. And voice. Thanks for not doing my act anymore. Um, let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about uh, what's next for you in jokes, man. You're featuring around town. You got your own room. You guys got to go tools Tuesday at nine. Uh, eight. Oh, tools Tuesday at eight, eight mm-hmm. o'clock. Be there or be square. It's fun. It's a good. It's a good room to work out. Really you guys, is. come on, please come down here and justify me <laughs> doing this every Tuesday. Yep, I know the feeling, man. Yeah. Like putting on a show is fucking. It takes a little piece of you. Mm. Wilson knows what I'm talking about. You're oh, like, I get so mad before pizza money oh shows. Oh my god, we all I'm do. the we biggest take bitch. Turns, like being the maddest for <laughs> every show. I forgot which there's like. The last, like, I think it was like three shows ago, and I was just tight. I was so tight. tight. Well, we did, yeah. It was, it was hard to get together. (sighs) Thank God I can buy one. Yeah. I never get to that point. I just get like very frustrated until it starts. I think it's just like, I want, I need this to be, I need it to start. We need to go through it, and I need it to be over. What's the frustration? Like, just the headache setting it up, or like worrying if you're there? We're, we're, it's a lot it's of all of it. Boring. It's a little bit of everything. Like I think uh, the biggest thing for me is the the performance. It's mm. like you know that's what I want to be. You know Wilson hates performing key. now. I don't do stand up. That's the difference. I don't do stand up. I just do sketches. Mm. And I it's not that I dislike doing stand up. It's that I just don't. It doesn't feel fulfilling anymore. Like mm. there was a time where I was doing it and it was fun, but now it's just like I go up there and I do not care. It's different for you. Yeah. But Riley goes up there. <laughs> I've seen this happen. Riley goes up. He's a very, you're more traditional a little bit, but you're telling jokes about stuff that's kind of non-traditional. I fucking think you're very funny. Thank you, sir. Uh, I really like your joke. You as well, by the way. Oh, thanks so much, man. Yeah. I uh, I don't know what I'm doing up there. It's not even really me up there. It's another one, an ancient one that consumes me. But when you go up there, I see a similar kind of thing. It's like... When you're on stage, you're a lot different from when you're not on stage. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even and you have different personas of being on stage too. As you just said, you can be a host, you can be yourself, you can get real. And you had one of the funniest fucking jokes that I've ever heard, and no one thought it was funny. At fucking brothers, <laughs> you were like, "Hey, I'm gonna go up and say like, oh my god, fucking, I just saw this uh, tweet." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did that for like a week. That joke should work. <laughs> I yeah, I have to figure out how to do that again because I don't think it's like we've kind of gotten away from that. Like yeah. no one's on the edge of their seats anymore, wondering what's going to happen Shook with now. the Twitter. What was, how did it go? How did it go? I, I would I'd go up and be like, all right, well, yeah, okay, I've run out of material. Let me check my phone and see. Uh, oh, oh my God, <laughs> Donald Trump just announced that he launched a nuke, and yeah. I'd make it like very convincing and like almost bring oh my myself God. to tears, and then be like. 
Okay, not really, but like fucking that could absolutely like that is how we'd find out <laughs> that, if he launched a nuke at someone. It's only funny because it's true. Yep. <laughs> You're just that's, sitting at the bar. Well, good night. One Bruce. more, please. <laughs> that's that's part of the toxic masculinity. That's not helping it. The fact that we could die at any moment. Hmm. I still feel like if I found out a nuke was coming, I'd kiss the nearest white woman. Uh, that Hawaii mouth. shit was insane. I would go to I would go to the nearest Wendy's. <laughs> you want to be with Wendy? No, just one one baconator to to. to Give me a fucking baconator! You're a baconator! We're gonna die, motherfucker! <laughs> quit, quit! This Jacobian beast is about to drop a bomb. <laughs> you hear it in the back. Hungry soft, bitch! <laughs> soft roaring in the background. Sir, sir, calm down! I can't calm down. Light mail. Riley, we need to. I want to do. Uh, a sketch with you where we go to Chicken Filet. Chicken Filet? Yeah. Are you Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A? Chicken, chicken Filet? Chicken Filet? I do. I love it. They have good food. <laughs> it's so good. Their food is the bomb. It's so good. They hate you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't even know you're getting that good chicken. <laughs> no, they don't. I do it as like, actually, okay, so this is, this is not the person I am today, but when that whole like, because I've, I've evolved and I feel like I've matured as a person where I, like, I don't let that shit bug me, but like, few years ago when they had that whole thing where it was like chick-fil-a day and there were like lines around the building i went to the one in erie pennsylvania and i was wearing a a hat that said this place sucks and i went into the bathroom first off i like linebackered my way through i was just like shoulder shoulder checking people to get to the bathroom and i got in there and i just threw wads and wads and wads of paper towels in all the toilets and flooded the bathroom and walked out hell yeah um which, looking back, I really feel like an asshole for doing, because, like, you know, it's just some people trying to enjoy their chicken, but at the they time, were, it was it was They were fun. providing fucking hate money. I've yeah. never heard you say that unseasoned chicken is good. Who, me? Yeah. The I do. I don't fuck with Chick-fil-A. Re- I only get I had, I, ate, I ate Chick-fil-A one time, like, many years ago, and I was very... Shamefully unseasoned. I was the nuggets underwhelmed. are... You know what it is I love about that place the more sauce. than anything? The like, sauce, the honey barbecue, honey oh, roasted barbecue. Uh. A black man made that sauce. <laughs> like my dad, they took my dad <laughs> 20 years ago. Okay, all right. And replaced him with an actor that plays my dad now. And he's breaking his back making sauce right now in mm. North Carolina somewhere, wherever the fuck Chick-fil-A hesitated to come from. God, yeah. just give us Jack in the Box. I'm like, there's enough chicken. Chickens cost too much. Hmm. I work with this dude. He was bitching about the price of eggs. This dude is like he's fifty years old. He's from the east side of Cleveland. He's like, man, I was at Dollies the other day. Eggs went up to eighty nine cent, man. <laughs> eighty nine cent. How how chicken gonna get more expensive? All these fucking chickens in the world. <laughs> I saw a six pack of eggs for six dollars at the uh, the Dave's in. Where is it? Ohio City. What? Oh, no, that's Ohio City? yeah. They were like that's the Puerto Rican days. Why? That is my stomping grounds, dude. I'm about to fucking make up the new Yakubian trend. Like me and Sarah were talking about this last night. We want to do a, a fucking struggle camp for fucking the privileged, mm. so they can like come to it and struggle, and it costs twenty nine thousand dollars for a weekend. <laughs> oh, like man. that's how you get to the top. They'd pay. You get a bunch of those dudes from episode nine of Atlanta. Do we make them scrubble? <laughs> like, no, I'm talking, we're going to the east side. There's, you have to sign a waiver. There's no guarantee. <laughs> it's just struggle bus. Mm. You ever been to the east side? What's the most what's yeah, the scariest yeah, thing that ever happened? Side, right? That's where You're I first moved. I moved to Glenville when I first moved here. Woo! Audible gas. Nice. Shout out to past guest Dave Flint. He was from Glenville and he told us a couple stories I about living Dave. there. They all ended with gunshots. Uh-huh. I believe it, he did. Yeah. I only lived there for like three months, but I had like my first day there. I had someone try and like sell me T-shirts in my front yard. Uh, oh, hey, man, I know you. There was a police chase that went through my front yard. I had, a, um, I had a neighbor who was constantly like asking me for money. Hey, man. Um, but he like had money. He always He always had drinks. So... Uh, well, I don't know. How much would he ask you for? I just like ran and be like, you got like five dollars. Be like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. See, I grew Did up, yeah, grew up, up over there. I didn't grow up in Glenville, but I grew up on 61st. On That's the terrifying. Head. That's not terrifying. I wouldn't have survived there. 
I'm sure you would have done just well. I would have been a hustling ass darky. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, hey man. I'd have been having little kids selling waters for me. <laughs> like mm. on them hot summer days, boy. No, I just had the just had the crackhead lady walked up and down the street. Called. Man, those little kids got the packs when you'd be buying them waters. I didn't really have like a crackhead lady in my neighborhood growing up, but there was like a group home for like adult. Ooh. Uh, you can say was, that he's gay. There was well, there was one who walked around. <laughs> hey, you shouldn't say that word about mentally handicapped people. That should be reserved for Re-reads. just stupid stuff. <laughs> uh, On brand. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I didn't have a crackhead in any red though. I've never had a crackhead neighbor either, thanks. This uh yeah, I caught her uh I caught I think she was either she was like taking a shit or pissing in the neighbor's backyard. Why? Oh, because she didn't have a house. Nasty bitch. <laughs> Where I'm at now, there's another like group home like building across the street, and every day, like at least three times a day, I'm out on my balcony smoking, and I see this one dude like taking a piss on the Firestone on the corner, like <laughs> right outside the <laughs> building. Firestone employee. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Might be. So where you? Where'd you grow up, man? You grew up in town or no? Erie, Erie, Pennsylvania. Erie. Pennsylvania. Yeah, Erie, Pennsylvania. What's a young man do growing up in Erie like? Um, not much, man. You just go hang out at Sheets. Oh uh, man, it sounds like <laughs> North Olmsted. Yeah. Ride your bike. <laughs> Ride your bike yeah. through the hills. Go to the beach. There's oh yeah. Yeah, Erie's got it's great Erie. beaches. Oh, you got beaches. Yeah. yeah. Erie yeah. doesn't sound like it'd be. It sounds like when you drive through Conneaut, you're like, what's after this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get to Erie and it's not it's okay it's not like yeah. the rest of Pennsylvania it's a good place to like I don't know I feel like it was a good place to grow up as a kid because it wasn't huge it wasn't like small had a downtown yeah like, there was stuff to do in the summer I, don't know, I liked Man, it I want to do the war of fucking northeast Ohio and go steal Erie and claim it <laughs> as our own we own this whole part of the lake we're gonna go into Canada too and take that hell yeah dude we should Erie's we should upper take peninsula I don't. I don't have enough determination or gumption to. I don't want fucking Canada that's close to my water. They I'm think cool they with Canada being close that. to that water. Fuck those Canucks! All right, go get me some ketchup. There's not a bottle of ketchup in that whole fucking country. There isn't no ketchup. They, they only got put cats gravy. They put gravy on everything that <sighs> requires. All right, ketchup. then I'm all right. I'm good. That's disgusting. It's brown gravy. It's not that bad. Beef gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I like a nice white gravy. Yeah, I'm a fan of white gravy. Man, before you guys came over, I made, I invented something. I put a pie crust in the oven, right? And browned it. You didn't then, invent that, dude. Yeah. I have been around forever. <laughs> nope. My mom's been doing that for years. I mean, granted, I've never seen a pie in my life. You ain't never seen no pie? I've seen a pie in my life before. I've just. Dude, check this. I made, I put a pie crust in the oven, right? I browned that bitch up. I took it out. Then I fried up some taters on the skillet, right? With some onions. I put that bitch in the pie crust. Then on top of that, sausage gravy. Mm. I see your choice. Then I crumbled up the, like, <laughs> extra the pie crust in there. Mm. Ah. My poops have been very strange. Those are the... Yeah, mine too. I started eating arugula. Like <laughs> arugula? Nice. Oh, man. Yeah, I got like a whole bunch of arugula from the West Side Arugula is one of the, the most day. fire greens of all I'll time. tell you right now, if you're feeling blocked so good. up, Eat about sal- just salad for like three days straight. It will claw the mess all up out of your mm-hmm. body. And it'll be green, you know? Yep. It's just fun. It, That's like, like a good uh, green poop. Like finger painting. You like green poops too? <laughs> I like them, yeah. Dude, I love green poops. They like, clean, and they clean up nice. Like, I feel like they clean up They go quicker. away. They never linger. Like finger yeah. painting. Yeah. <laughs> green poops are yeah. the coolest. I figured out. <laughs> How did you miss that? Like I, uh, finger painting. What? <laughs> I love green poops, dude. They're the coolest. You're like, oh, what man. the fuck? <laughs> what is this? I like a nice solid dump. But what color is it? Oh, man, I don't know. I don't investigate post. Everyone looks at their poop. I think about it at size. I look at it for size and then I'm out. And color. I don't look at the color. There is something to like wanting to take a picture of it, too. I want to take. I've a never of taken a picture of my own oh, defecation. I, I, I would sure never have. I would never want anyone to send that to me. I wouldn't want to keep it on my file. Green poops are small. <laughs> I just too, don't usually. fuck with poops. It's man. usually like a couple, just a little couple little skivels. I'm not that fascinated with my dumps. 
I'm obsessed with the green ones, dude. Because I'm like, I'm why? Trying, why is I this? I need to thing? figure out how to make green poops on demand. I didn't want them. <laughs> you, Arugula, so you man. think I'm weird for some of the shit, and then you're sitting there obsessing over the color of your shit, dude? Fruit, have you ever ate more than a bowl of fucking Fruit Loops? Yes, I've eaten more than a bowl of fucking Fruit Loops. It doesn't Loops. do and anything I've lived to your poop. 20. What? You know what changes your poop? Lucky Charms turns it green in a motherfucker. Mm. Green as hell. That's science. That's like eating a big ass piece of gum on your seventh birthday. Yeah, but what <laughs> makes you fast? It's 14. not about the cereal. It's not about what you're consuming at that point. You're, I'm just confused about why you're staring at your poop for so long. I want to make sure I'm not dying. Do you know that every time the president takes a poop, they take it away? If the president's it's, not it at gets, the White House. It gets House, archived. They're all in the, uh, whenever that president leaves office and gets a, uh, yeah, what is this it? This is the library. The poop, poop, the poop whenever museum. the president's not at the White House, they don't let his poop hit the sewer system because your enemies can get your poos and learn what medications you take, mm-hmm. your illnesses. What's wrong with you? you? It's basically like a cheat sheet of all your weaknesses, your poops. You I hope poop you're making else. this up. This is very true. Is this real? Every president oh, so since, like, someone has picked up Barack Obama's poop out of the toilet. Hell yeah, dude. Hopefully a white. Yeah. But someone also has picked up <laughs> Donald Trump's poops out of the toilet. Well, at least they tried. <laughs> I bet his poops look like McDonald's that. poops. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's, like, every... He's probably had, like, those beer shit looking poops. Oh, yeah. His whole the life. last... 20 years. I bet his butt cheeks are such like a garbage stain. <laughs> like, I, I'm not, I don't ever look at, like, I de- generally don't, like, look at someone's physicality and go, like, oh, that Ugh, person's a piece of shit. But gross. that guy is, like, he just openly celebrates being unhealthy. Oh, this yeah. shit. Like, huh? I don't know how you do that. As a fat person, huh? like, I can proudly say that I'm not as gross as Donald Trump. I smell good. I clean my rolls. I <laughs> keep mm. happy. What's your least favorite thing Donald Trump has done? Like, campaign all well, the way up to today. I can tell you that it is not Ivanka Trump. Nah. <laughs> hey, hey, that's hey, right. Hey, hey, oh. oh. Wrong daddy, though. Mm. <laughs> Quincy Jones. In the no, uh, my least favorite thing he's done has probably been uh, the fucking the travel ban, because that's the only thing he's really gotten done. Mm. That would have bugged me if we weren't already mass murdering those people in those Already. countries in those same countries for the last <laughs> or like, like the, I mean that bothers years. me more that we've mass murdered them and then we're like no you can't come in yeah. Yeah, stay <laughs> especially for the people who are like hey I don't want to have to get shot at or blown up don't like, worry uh, about that anymore <laughs> excuse me <clears throat> if I had to pick the worst thing about Donald Trump I'd say it's a tie between the travel ban because it's the only thing he got done or making me look at Donald Trump Jr. all the time like, mm. I've seen rat people before. Yeah, he's a ugly he's an man. unfortunate looking dude. What's wrong he with just him? Just looks like he's got saran wrap wrapped around his face all oh. the time. See, I would Scurbing. say I think my least favorite thing is just the how much they allow him to access social media. Mm. It's like there's got to be a line, right? There's got to be a fucking line where you're like, this person's too old for the internet. Will you please stop? Like, like that's fucking crazy. Handily, my least favorite thing he's done was pardoning Joe Arpaio. Oh my gosh, that was, Joe. Yeah. I forgot about that. We're talking about just a fucking psychopath. Joe Arpaio. It's an assault of stuff. I've totally forgot about that. Fucking Sheriff Joe is a human monster. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he, All right. Like, you know what he used to do at like, his women's prison? Like, the women who are on drugs... First off, if they if they stepped out of line at all, he would put them in <clears throat> in the hole, like literally a fucking a hole, hole in the, the ground, ground. Jesus, for like weeks, and it's like literally like it's the closest thing you could have at like a human size to like the boxes that they put rats in to see like are these rats gonna get fucking addicted to heroin? So it's like you're not even coming, like you're not even making an attempt to like rehabilitate these people, like not get them all. off drugs. Yeah. Which by the way, fucking doing drugs shouldn't be a crime to begin with. But Thank let's you. like guarantee that these women are gonna like come out of here feeling like nothing but shame and guilt and like the only you know yeah. and be worse off. Yeah, <laughs> just want to escape yeah. it more. How can you say that it's even a system, a mm. prison system, if it doesn't do anything systematically to, other than categorize and, and oppress, attract <laughs> and, and oppress these people? Like if you're gonna, if we're gonna take people to jail, 
we ought to be treating them like humans, and we should want them to be better and not be fucking more mm-hmm. violent. Should be treated as well, a form of rehabilitation instead of so instead of like psychologically. Psychologically, he was like the most fucking sadistic person in the world. Like he yeah. he'd make people wear pink. Like he'd Modern make dudes Mangale. wear pink. Uh, citing some like study that was oh, I shouldn't say that. Citing <laughs> some study that was like. Uh, it was like like seeing pink makes people less violent. Like no, this is you're trying to shame yeah, people. You're shaming like, these men. You're emasculating. Yeah, you're emasculating a dude mm-hmm. who's clearly is always going to have. For the it, most part, most men that I've known who've gone to prison have had some sort of issue with their masculinity. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, if you're going to put him in pink, he's going to be pissed off. And then if somebody says something about him being in pink, guess what? You just turned the Someone's fucking hands. <laughs> keg into a bomb, motherfucker. He still got pink fuse in it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand people like Sheriff Joe. Like, I understand hate. I get it. But I don't understand why people let that kind of shit happen. Yeah. Like, don't hate anyone. Try try your best. Or just to, to be hate. consumed by it and act on it entirely seems ridiculous. If you're going to gonna hate someone, hate a softball team full of congressmen. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> or the fact that people don't use coasters, which I'm not doing right now. I mean, I respect wood. You could die tonight and no one knows. <laughs> I, I have a great appreciation of wood. Hard wood. Yeah. Grain, veiny. Grainy. Grainy wood. <laughs> veiny, not veiny grainy. wood. Grainy wood. Before we go, I'm going to get super off brand and say that sometimes I think about. Oh, that's a good premise. <laughs> if man. I could just find. <laughs> I never thought of that. If I could find some. Then we could just hang out and be friends. And I could just want to. think it would work out all right. <laughs> but I don't see that happening. I like mm. Wilson a lot, but I would only ever. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I, I think the, you think that now, and then the first time you feel like the prickly, like five o'clock shadow on your cheek, you're just gonna have a meltdown. Um, Is that what it was like for you? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm putting myself in like in your in your head. In space, so. shoes? No, I don't know. I think like dicks are gross looking to me. I'm doing all that. <laughs> Riley, before we go, do you have any shows coming up that we should know about? Um, let's see. Uh, well, uh, for anyone in Columbus who's listening, uh, March 20th, I'm going to be in Columbus with uh, Schizo Bill at the Tree Bar. I don't know what time that show nice. is. There's going to be a lot of other people. It's going to be a great time, especially if you haven't seen Schizo Bill, you Columbus motherfuckers. Uh, he is absolutely dynamite. He Amazing. truly lives up to that name. I think he's going by Schizo Marty now. Is he Schizo Marty now? Yeah. Um, I'm the boy. What else? Me and Dwayne Duke are hitting the road and uh, also with Dylan Lusk in um, end of April, early May. Awesome. Going all over. Awesome. Uh, You know, as always, every Tuesday, come check out O'Tools, O'Fools at O'Tools, 8 p.m. He's working. It's an open mic. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got coming up. Hell yeah, Riley. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you. It. Thanks for talking with us. Thanks for letting me know it's cool to say gay. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, everyone that wants to give me shit for it, <laughs> I have a gay friend now. Intent. Okay. Intent matters. <laughs> Intent is what matters there. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. You're one of the good ones. Oh, All right? man. You're one of the good ones. Hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Riley Nespala. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Wilson. Yes. Guess what? What? We've concluded another fire episode of TC's Devils. And yes, you should thank us for it. We'll wait. I, I heard that. Thank you so much. You're that welcome. was very nice of you. All right. Well, you guys um, have a wonderful evening. Do that, yeah. Make sure to check out Ferris's Deli. Mm-hmm. If you're uh, if you're not busy, come to LVT. I'm still hosting for uh, February, a.k.a. Black History Month. Um, the first week there was a race war, so it can only get worse. You can catch me eating chicken shawarma in my apartment. Yeah, Wilson, it will be once again reclusive and uh, at home with his boot thing. Ah, uh-huh. wise choice. We love you, Coys. We will see you next week. Good night. Good night. Ooh, 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 
Ha, 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 ha.